0: Welcome into the Train With The Best podcast, the podcast by trainers, for trainers. I'm Craig Hoffman, a personal trainer, fitness professional, and media professional.
1: And I'm Chris Gores, 17-year master trainer and international presenter and new
0: strength and conditioning coordinator here at Benedictine Prep. Pew, 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 pew. new job alert. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that is both micro and macro we're going to talk about today. Uh, So Chris has a new gig. Uh, He's working for a school um, you've worked for teams before. You've worked in the NFL uh, as, a, as an intern way back in 2012. Uh, way so back, you've, right? You've, yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah. At this point, we're in 2024, bro. This is that was 12 yeah. years ago. That is 12 years ago,
1: and, and and everything that's happened in Washington recently makes even last year feel like a century ago. So for sure, yeah,
0: you don't got to yeah, tell me. Sure. That's my day job. <laughs> uh, but in, so working for a team versus working for. Uh, yourself uh, or a private gym, but like working more with individual clients and and that them kind of being your boss versus uh, an athletic director, a head coach, you know, obviously you're always serving the athletes, but the power structure is very, very different in the private training world versus what Chris is stepping into now at at the prep level, uh, or obviously what you witnessed in the NFL, what you know about the college strength and conditioning world. Um, and you've seen it from all sides. So first of all, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Second of all, uh, tell us about the new gig before we get into like the larger discussion.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Benedictine prep is, is a, a private school. That's here in the Richmond, um, area. And they have a a very good reputation in football. They also have an all-girls school uh, called St. Gertrude, which is the the sister school of the all-boys school Benedictine Prep. Uh, It reminds me a lot of St. John's because, because of their uh, their military um, the the military curriculum that they offer here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I was when I was a good counsel, we played St. John's every year, and that's kind of what reminded me of them. Uh, And I was introduced to the program through Alice Brooks. Alice Brooks played. Here at Benedictine, he also played at Penn State, and then trained with me when he was getting ready for tryouts in in the NFL, in and around the league with the Packers and the Raiders. So, you know, getting to know Ellis and getting to know the type of person that he was got me interested into something like this. And then, you know, as my kids got older and uh, I started to coach more in the football realm of middle school, and then last year in high school, I kind of got an itch for something like this. And so, you know, to to find another way to serve to serve the community it was uh, the number one goal and then to to be able to do it in a place where I feel like my principles and my beliefs uh are, are in line with their principles and beliefs yeah I think it was it was a win all the way around
0: Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Um, and that I know is so important to you, like finding somewhere that's aligned, um, from a value standpoint, obviously that's such a, it's something that some people push aside, um, you know, at different points of all of our careers for various reasons. And it eventually will come back and maybe it's after five years and you had a great run and you, and you, you move on and it's worth it in the end to take a job that maybe you have to, you have to sacrifice some things. Um, and it never sounds good when you say out loud, like, Oh, I'm going to sacrifice my values. Um, but you know, you just, it's not like, it's not a perfect alignment. You know, there's, yes, there's something yes. here, there, but we all have to do stuff when we're younger in our careers, but where you are in your career now, like you shouldn't have to sacrifice anything. And so to see a, you find a place that fits what you want and, and the mission that you're trying to accomplish and allows you to do that, um, is something you deserve and and is something that's great. Um, and the opportunity is really cool too. I mean, these private schools, they're, they can they can do some pretty exciting stuff. Um, they have resources yeah. um, in a lot of situations to to be able to you know really let you know give you the tools you need to let your skills shine. So like as you take this on, you're obviously just getting started. You probably don't even know sure. what you don't know yet. Like that's part yeah. of the the first couple of weeks of kind of, of intake here. But like, what are the things you're looking for as you get into this?
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 the FMS movement screen of the program, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, what, what does the program do well? What does the program not do well? What are the resources and the assets that we have? And, and Benedictine has a great weight room. It's one of the nicest weight rooms that I've seen on the high school level. They've got fourteen squat racks, Ooh. which is which is pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, and it's pretty it's pretty new. I, I don't know exactly how many years this weight room is is has been open, but it's pretty new. Um, they did have some equipment in the closet that was just kind of collecting dust, which I've pulled out,
0: including, including a very specific piece of equipment that uh, you're quite familiar with.
1: Right. That I'm quite familiar with is, and it's like, you know, uh, when I, when I speak to some of the coaches here, it's like, Hey, this, this is stuff has been collecting dust back here in this closet. Do you know how to use it? And I'm like, yeah, I might. I might I might yeah. know how to use
0: the Vertimax a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you know, so were um, so you wearing your Master Trainer backpack at the time? I, I, I was I was not. Maybe I should have done that. Yeah, you should definitely walk in with it next time you go.
1: Yeah, and, and I think you know one of the, one of the things that that I've been excited about is is speaking to some of the coaches and and the people who are involved here who also give their time to these kids and, and serve these kids and what I can do to help them. Right. So the the more I know about. Again, what we do well, what we don't do well, the assets that we have and and what are the what are the desires and the goals what are the challenges and the weak points or or the uh the the points that our coaches need from me and then how do how do I address those needs right so and and then we could talk about this a little bit more about what my job is at onyx versus my job here at benedictine Because right? because my job here is to serve these coaches and to serve this school, and you know that's that's quite different from when somebody hires me to get faster
0: right. Right. A hundred percent. And I think there's multiple things that I would love to kind of spend some high level time on and maybe down the road, as you get into this more, we'll circle back and do some, some more detailed on, on some of these, I think programming for the different sports and kind of managing the schedules and and all that kind of stuff is pretty fascinating. Um, I think the high school level too, is also pretty fascinating. Um, I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast, but I'm reading why we sleep right now. Um, the book by Matthew Walker, one of the if not the world's most, uh, leading sleep expert. And one of the things that he talks about, I haven't got to this chapter yet, but he's hinted at it like four times and leading up to is how the circadian rhythm of teenagers is, yeah. uh, just, we're killing our kids, uh, not literally, but also maybe literally, uh, by having them get up so early and tell mm-hmm. many coaches have like this morning workout, uh, kind of fetish if you will because i got up yeah. and did 6 a.m workouts in yes. 1962 <laughs> uh, although at this at this point i guess for most coaches it was 1982 or 1992 yeah yeah right it right. sounds better if you say 62 yeah. the point is um there's there's so much to get into in terms of if you're truly trying to maximize your athletes and work around the, the logistics and realities of a school schedule um but on that kind of first baseline thing when you think about the differences in who you serve, um, and making sure that you're still serving the athletes in both places, but like how that, how that differentiates when you're working for a school versus a private client, like what are the things that you're, you're starting to think about already going into this and that you take out of your previous experiences working for teams?
1: Yeah. So again, like when I, when I'm working with a private client, I'm going to have a lot more time to address that person's needs, right? Like I'm going to have, uh, time to critique their form. I'm going to have time to talk about their goals and all that stuff. And we'll still do a little bit of that here, but you know, when you've got 70 kids in the weight room at the same time um, it's a little bit of herding cats. Uh, It's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of me, you know, finding uh, the least common denominator in the group, right? It's also me finding, Hey, what's, what's the best bang for my buck, which, which I do in, in our exercises anyway, but the creativity becomes, a little bit more limited because I, I can I can only be so creative with a group of forty fifty kids at the same time, right? And right. you know how do I get them stronger, faster, more explosive, and not risk hurting them here in the weight room or trying to do something that that they're not able to do or execute really well, right? So part of, that's that's been part of my job over this past week is watching them lift to see one like. Do they know how to use the weight room,
0: right? Yeah. Like,
1: do they know how to move the safety arms and adjust the bench and where to put the dumbbells? Like, if, we, if I set up a dumbbell circuit, where are you going to put these dumbbells when, when you're done with these dumbbells, right? Do you put them right next to the bench for the next person to use? Do you put them back on the rack? Are you using clips every time? You know, so I'm, I'm watching little things that's like, hey, the, the first step is how do I get people in and out of here without getting killed, Right. And then things like are are we wiping down the equipment in between sets? Are you are you wiping down the bench? Right. Because there's there's an all girls school here and they want to come in and use a weight room and they should. I want to be able to empower these young athletes as well. Girls are not gonna come in here in a, in a dingy, sweaty, musty weight room with guys sweat all over the benches and stuff like they don't want that. So I I, I gotta make sure that we're doing everything that we can to just make it a welcoming environment for everybody. While also being able to address all of the strength and condition needs so it's, it's quite the challenge we have we have almost 500 students student athletes on the on the boys side and the girls side combined and and, and again the, there's not only the difference between private and institution but there's also the difference between when you're when you're training in the pros versus when you're training in college versus when you're training in high school right so in the pros if you can't if you can't do it we're just going to find somebody else who can And it's a little bit like that in college too, right? In college, it's like, hey, like if you're not getting this done, well, we're we're recruiting the guy who's coming in to take your job. And and we are going to have 6 a.m. workouts because in college, you're going to have access to parties at night that are going to keep you up all night. So if you have a 6 a.m. workout, Sure, this isn't great for your rhythm, but we hope it. We're hoping that you make the decision to not go out, knowing that you have a workout the next morning. Now, that right. doesn't deter some. Some are still going to go out there and do that. That but is true. That's that's kind of the goal there. In high school, it's a little bit different. They're they're not going to have access to that type of partying every single night, um, and and there is a little bit more uh, focus on the development. Like we 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 are responsible for developing these kids. That's a little bit different when you're in college. You're still responsible for the development of these young men and young women And, and the pros. You're not responsible for development anymore. Right. You're, you're you're either here or you're not. My my job is to get you in and out of here, keep you healthy, get keep you strong and fast, feeling confident on the field, and and you know get out there, and get ready to perform. Right. So yeah, so I, it's sure. a very big difference between high school, college, and pro.
0: The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. And Chris, I remember when Momentus was just a company with three protein blends, and then right. that, was, that was it. Now, pretty much anything in the supplement game, you can get at LiveMomentus.com. That's right. If you go to LiveMomentus.com right now, you might not even
1: recognize some of these products. And for me, I'm definitely going to change my monthly subscription. I've been getting the Brain Drive. I've been getting the Elite Sleep. I've been getting the Collagen, and it looks like... I need to up my game a little bit and take a look at some of these products like the Alpha.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And what's great about Momentus's website, uh, which you can go to right now, livemomentous.com, is that they also have a lot of descriptions and information on best usage, best practices. It's not just like, hey, here's all this stuff. It's like, hey, are you looking for this? Well, then you should get that. So any supplementation needs you may have, they've got you covered. And it's, it's stuff that, like, look, if you, want, if you want the four-hour description on what Tangut Ali does – you go to the Kuberman Lab podcast. They got you covered. That's that's not us. But it might be something that you need. So go check it out. And here's what we do have for you. We have a discount. Livemomentous.com. Use TWTB at checkout for a special discount. TWTB is in Train With The Best at livemomentous.com. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Jaku, And we've been partners with Jaku for basically a year now, Chris. Can't believe how much the time has flown by And it's still just as spectacular as it was when we discovered it it's plain and simple
1: good reliable timing on your speed drills on your multi-directional drills you know how many of us who are speed coaches just need a good accurate time out there to verify one the results that we're getting and two the trends that we're going in right so this is a great product for for anybody who is a speed trainer or anybody who works with athletes and now you're even able to track vertical jump, which is such a valuable tool when you're taking a look at somebody's program. So make sure you check out Jaku and
0: Craig, what's the code that they should be using? You go to jakucom slash discount slash TWTB. You get a 20% discount on all Jaku products with so the muscle blasters and everything as well. But yeah, I mean, I used to always love coming down to Onyx, testing my vertical on the Vertec machine. Now, now I don't have, even have to do that. You don't need a, a big, giant, high ceiling to, to have a Vertec and be able to extend it up. You just put the Jaku on your wrist, set it up, There you go. It's all cell phone app based. So go to joku.com slash discount slash TWTB. Get 20% off the Jocku speed and all other Jocku products. The chairman of the best podcast is brought to you by blaze pod. And Chris, what's so great about blaze pod is you can use it in every part of the workout. You can use it to help warm up. You can use it in kind of your main parts of the workout. You can use it as a finisher. What's your go to recently with blaze pod?
1: Yeah, for me, what I love using BlazePod for is just keeping our athletes engaged. So, you know, you, you can get into the rut of the workout where you're doing time sets. So if you've got a 30-second plank, a 30-second wall sit or whatever. But if you add pods to that, now that 30 seconds doesn't seem like it's so long. And it keeps the clients a little bit more engaged, a little bit more
0: motivated to perform well. And it's something that just adds a lot of fun to the session. No doubt. Uh, we could all use uh, a little attention for our inner child. And who doesn't love stuff that lights up? And oh, by the way, it's an elite training tool. The best of all worlds. And of course, we got the hookup for you. Use the code TWTB at blazepod.com for 15% off your order. That's TWTB is in train with the best for 15% off at blazepod.com. You know, if I think about working with a high school athlete in... Yep. Uh, like in a one-on-one gym setting or even a small group gym setting yep. where like, that's my priority versus the teams. Like, I feel like it's much more like task oriented versus management. Like there's the, the, the focus of the goals can be much more individualized. Like if you're great at this, which, you know, obviously you're going to be pretty freaking good at it. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're really great at it, can you individualize? Of course. And, you know, on some level, that's going to be on the communication with your coaching staff to be like, okay, Hey, who needs what? But still, right. you're not going to be able to individualize for 500 athletes. You, can, you can't. And, and, it's and impossible. You have to be. You have to. You
1: have to take your best guess, right? Like this is like uh, the the master chef making a buffet, right? Like it's not. It's not going right. to be a plate dinner, right? It's going to be a buffet, and I'm going to try to get everybody fed, and I'm going to try to get everybody's needs, and it's still going to be good but it's not going to be that, that customized individual order that you would get right. if you were coming to Onyx to, to train for something. Right. So like, right. So your best case got-
0: scenario is like, you can create a speed, a power, a strength. Yeah. And you know, you have, you tell your coaches like, Hey, I need, I need to know who needs to get faster, who needs to get stronger and who needs to be more you know powerful or yeah. whatever, you know, mobility, like you pick, pick three categories. Everyone's got to be in that category. And that's about as good as you can do when you have that many athletes. It's just, it's just impossible. You yeah. can always, you know, as you're actively coaching them in a session, maybe tweak a thing or two here or there. But at the end of the day, like it, that is so much different than the expectation, the expertise level that is expected when you're a one-on-one private trainer.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, with, with, with the progression and regression thing, like, I firmly believe that you always have to be prepared with that, right? Like there's no way that you can expect everybody here to squat, right? So if you've got squat on the program that day, I'm I'm definitely going to be prepared with regressions and variations to, to the movement so that everybody can do some version of the squat, right? But that's going to come a little bit later than it would in a personal training session. Like on a personal training session… I can adjust the intensity of this exercise or the variation of this exercise like literally on the spot. I can be a sniper, right? Here in in a group workout or in a full team workout, I'm throwing grenades at this. It's not going to be a sniper, right? right? So like I'm doing my best and I might find the variation for you, but it might be like two or three sets later that I was able to find the variation that's just right for you. Versus in a right. personal training session, hey, on the next rep, this is what I want. I, this is how I want you to do this differently. Yeah, you can't
0: stop the workout. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. see <is> something hellacious. <laughs> you can stop We're, one right. person, but yes. generally speaking. I think Schles has done such a great job demonstrating this. Um, Corey Schlesinger, mm-hmm. who is now with the University of Texas yes. basketball program, mm-hmm. uh, but was in the NBA for a long time at, with the Phoenix Suns. He was at Stanford before that. And he actually did this with squats a couple weeks ago. He yep. talked about how like everybody squats. But for some people, yes. it's a back squat. For some people, goblet. it's a safety bar squat. For some people, it's heels elevated on a like a wolf wedge. Shout out Joel yeah. Sanders. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, with uh, and and they're using like weight vests and goblet situation. Like they find a way to get the intensity for a good. Um, and it seems like for Schless even that he's got kind of a template that it seems yeah. like body type is is the thing for him to at least give it a good guess of like certain guys if they're femur length or whatever the hell he's doing. I mean Schles is. Schles is crazy smart. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever, whatever the thing is, or maybe he just kind of does a, an assessment of some kind and it's like, okay, fail, fail success. Okay. You're, you get this one. Um, you know, whatever it is that he decides, but they have the options. And I think that's such a great way to go about it. Yeah. Um, in kind of a team setting of, okay, everybody's cause at the end of the day, like everybody needs yeah. mostly the same stuff, Yeah. but you can tweak the, how you squat, um, right. with, Again, tempo, intensity, type, all that stuff. As, right. I, as I'm redoing my certification right now, I just had all <laughs> that, you know, intensity, type, tempo. The fit, uh, the fit principle, right? Yeah. Frequency, intensity,
1: principle. type, yeah, tempo. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so can, oh, my you God. You adjust the fit. I'm oh, proud of you.
0: It was the last time you heard of the fit principle.
1: I created that principle when we were at Sport and Health and we were doing like the the, the little youth certifications for the 12 and 13-year-olds who wanted to be able to use the gym by themselves. I was like – I would go through like the first Saturday of every month, go through this program with them and say, hey, these are the principles. This is how to use – these are your main movements. Like, So, yes, I just had some big flashbacks there. Uh, so th- did
0: I to eight years ago when I actually <laughs> got certified to do this uh, right. as I was studying the other day.
1: Now, the unique thing is I don't have one team, right? So yeah, he, he, here's here's uh, an example of what happened the other day. I have the football team who is in offseason. I have – and they're two seasons away, right, because this is the winter for them. They don't have anything in the spring, and then they start their preseason in the summertime, right? So they're two seasons right. away. Then you've got lacrosse and rugby. Well, they're, they're starting up in the spring, right? And then you've got track who's in season right now with with indoor. So I have in season, preseason one season away, preseason two seasons away, right? And then I've got boys and girls from 14 to 18 years old. So it's it's quite it's quite a challenge to see all of these different things. But then it always goes back to those principles and why systems matter, right? Like I'm so used to training in systems that, hey, like I got this. I don't need to do this, this 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 and this like if yeah, I you're, just not doing, you''re not
0: creating anything from scratch
1: no but like that's I've, the same thing yeah. you would
0: say for a private client like yeah. if you've got a football player coming to you for off season like you don't reinvent the wheel every off season
1: yes and, and that's what I mean like we have these templates we, we we're ready for this I'm ready for this um but the difference is like I have to err on the side of caution so for me to find the appropriate challenge or the appropriate level of per se a squat it's gonna take me a little bit longer than it would if I was training you individually. Right. So I I will, there will be sets where it's going to feel too easy for you because you're like, oh, well, this is way too easy. This, this was a piece of cake. Okay. On the next one, let's try this, you know? So, so that's, that's the challenge and, and and I'm up for it. You know, I, I, I know it's a monster. I know I'm taking on a lot, but like, this is, I've always been somebody to never shy away from a challenge anyway. So, and then, you know, just getting to meet the kids and getting to meet the faculty and staff here. And, and, you know, again, with with the mission that they have and what they want to do and how they want to serve the the kids in the community, that's something that I want to be a part of. So uh, it's been a great first week so far, check. we'll check back in at the end of the month and see how things are going.
0: (laughs) Um, Last but not least, you mentioned the different sports, like how much does the training, like, You've you've trained so many football players, sure. so many soccer players. You've trained some baseball players. Like, how much is it for you in this setting different in terms of sport by sport, not just you know season by season? So, um, one of the things in, in from the sports science perspective,
1: there are some things that you have to train for in football and in rugby that you're not going to have to train for in volleyball, right? So there are some things that. I'm going to give to a football player when we start doing max strength that I'm not going to give to the volleyball players. It's just no, there's just no value. And, and the risk reward is, is no longer um, in our favor. Right. So for a football player, I'm going to probably teach them how to do pin squats at, at quarter squat depth and, and get as much force as I can, knowing that I hate for, for those who are saying, Oh, quarter squat depth, I'm still going to get my full full range of motion squats in, in RFEs or Bulgarians, right? So I'm still going to get range of motion. But if I want to challenge force production, I'm going to do that with some pin squats, especially for my football players and for my bigs in rugby. I'm not going to do that with the volleyball kids. They don't need to do that. Not for the 14-year-old volleyball girl. It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So what else can I do to help them create force that's more um, suitable for their sport? That's really going to translate and that's going to create the buy-in from them. So not only are you managing the different needs of the sport, but you're also managing the different personalities of that sport. Like a a 17-year-old football player approaches workouts a lot differently than the 15-year-old volleyball player, tennis player, lacrosse player, right? That's just not – it's never going to be the same. So. You have to, to, in order for anything to work, you have to be able to create that buy-in. So that's a little bit about what my challenge is here for the first week is just introducing myself, allowing people to to tell me what it is that they want and what they need, and then trying to formulate a program that's going to meet them where, where they want to be.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think the other thing too, um, on the sports specific, and this is general, whether you are team or private is like the closer you get to the season, the more specific you're getting as well Yeah. in the off season, the farther you are away, like you're building a base and you want that base to be as wide as possible. You want to make sure you're hitting all your different movement patterns. You want to make sure you're hitting all your different planes. You want to make sure that the form is good. Like you're just building this very basic base that is kind of the same for everybody. And then, you know, as you get closer to the season, yeah, baseball player, like we're going to work on rotational power. Sure. Um, We'll have built a foundation for everybody for rotational power, but I might not do as much of it for a linebacker um, at, at, you know, two weeks before the season versus a baseball player. Like that's hugely important lacrosse player like that becomes super important. So um, I think that like it also, you know, you talked about, you know, are we one season away, two seasons away Mm -hmm. in preseason? Are we in season like that stuff matters, too, in terms of specificity um, to make sure that you are both balancing the things that you get on the field, but also keeping those things sharp and, and kind of keeping that well-rounded athlete at all times, uh, and most sharp, uh, on that roundness, if you will, in all the right places.
1: Right. Exactly. So all in all, it, it's been a fun challenge so far. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to diving in even deeper next week. I'll, I'll start to make some, some changes. I already have some ideas of how I'm going to implement things, you know, how, how I'm going to manage a, a weight room with kids who are, from different sports and in different times of their seasons and their competitive schedule. Um, And then, you know, being able to uh, meet and manage the expectations of the coaches and the players, right? Like what is this and what, what is, what is, what is it that I can do and what is it that I can't do? Right? Like, we have to be realistic about that too, right? Like I'm not going to turn everybody here into a pro athlete. That's not the expectation. No, should it ever be. Um, And and I'm not going to be able to manage, a group of 50, 60 kids while managing somebody's ACL rehab at the same time. That's not, that's not something that's possible. Right. Right. I wouldn't even try to do that because that's not safe for anybody.
0: Right. No, for sure. Um, time management people management yeah, people, important no matter resource
1: management all that yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: for sure all right uh for more from chris always follow on instagram at trainer i've got some fitness stuff cooking too if you want to follow along with me at craig underscore hoffman uh on the old instagram uh, and we'll see you next week on the train with the best podcast